Happy New Year and welcome into First Take. I'm Cassidy Hubbard filling in for the magnificent Molly Kiram. Stephen A, Shannon Sharp, and Molly will be back tomorrow. Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, and Rex Ryan will be joining us shortly as they make their way over from the Get Up studio. They're working to start 2024. But a team that is probably saying good riddance to 2023 is the Philadelphia Eagles, who have absolutely stumbled into the new year. Capped off by a brutal 35-31 loss to the Arizona Cardinals yesterday, delivering a major blow to their chances at one of the top seeds for the NFC playoffs. The Eagles have gone 1-4 over their last five games after a 10-1 start. Nick Sirianni knows time is running out to get things fixed. Concerned. No, I mean, I don't think we think that way. All I think we think is, how do we get these things fixed? Is the locker room still thinking? Yes. Why would you say that? Because we lost four the last five. Okay. The NFL. It's the NFL. It's any given Sunday, and we got our, we got our teeth punched in today because we, you know, we got we went out there and we we thought if there were going to be a pushover. No, it's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. And that's what makes this one of the greatest sports in the world. No, Nick has not lost a locker room. All right, so the winner of the NFC East will be decided in week 18 with the Cowboys needing a win versus the Commanders or an Eagles loss to win the division. Now, while the Eagles will need both a win versus the Giants and a Cowboys loss. As I mentioned, RC will be back with us. That's why his seat is empty. He just he just hosted yeah, uh, Get Up. So finishing a show. yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he's finishing his show, getting ready for um, college game days. It's a big day. We'll get into college football in just a bit. But Dan, um, will the Eagles? be one and done in the playoffs. Unless they fix a lot of things in a very short period of time, absolutely. I, no, Cassidy, I'd said yesterday with both the stakes and the opponent, it's the worst loss Philadelphia's had in 20 years. Given – and think about just how the game ends. You're at home with basically a chance to make sure the division's still alive for you and uh, number two seed in Arizona – who has nothing to play for when it comes to the grand scheme of things, walks right down the field and goes and takes the game from you. Defensively, the only person playing coverage well is Darius Slay. He obviously isn't playing right now. The linebackers can't cover. They, they, Arizona lost their left tackle in the third quarter. DJ Humphreys went out of the game in the third quarter. They pressured Kyler, Mar Kyler Murray for the rest of that game twice. Without his left tackle, they go right down the field and score. This is a zone defense that can't cover anybody. Offensively, I, I don't know who they are. Their offensive line isn't dominant anymore. They ran 26 plays after the first half, so 26 plays in the second half. One of them went to A.J. Brown. They, got, they, they have a lot of issues right now, and they're still individually talented enough to like, make up for it at times, and that's how they squeaked out some close wins. They are way more likely – to have to go down to Tampa Bay and lose than to go on the road and get back to the Super Bowl. Like, it's pretty amazing, though, that you're sitting back saying, we don't know who they are, and there's one game left in a regular season. Yeah. And this is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year and, quite honestly, very easily should have, you know, could have won that game. And so what happened? Well, they did lose their identity. This is a team that was built like the, 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 you know, like Philadelphia, the community yeah. is. Tough. Tough as yeah. hell. I'll grind you. Bully. Yeah. We don't care. You know what? You may win a game, but we're, we're going to win the fight. They're not winning the fight right now. Mm -hmm. Cassidy, they're not winning the fight. And so that offensive line, they need to get back to bullying people. I think that can get fixed. 
with just your play calling. Mm -hmm. A.J. Brown, why has he disappeared? Buddy, one play went to him in the second half. Like the, uh, the, with the division on the line. No, that's absolutely ridiculous. So, to me, I think that side of the ball can be fixed. The defense, no. That ain't getting <laughs> fixed. Because, number one, you hired the wrong cat. You know, to sit in that seat when, when your coordinator left. Yep. Yes, you've got to replace the good players. Hargrave, you replaced him. With a guy that I thought was the best defensive tackle I had seen in 20 years coming out of college football, Jalen Carter. Mm. So, to me, are, are, is, is this a bad – look, I'm saying this. Is this a bad, uh, you, know, uh, a, 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 you know, bad players or are they just playing bad on yeah. defense? Yeah, that's I like, think they are historically playing bad. I know you got your takes off on Get Up too, but you were hosting. By the way, you yeah. did a great job. Why am I here? Thank you very much. Because right, you, yeah. you, you do a great job you're too. Four hours hosting host. a lot. Four hours. <laughs> hosting now, so you got to get up. But um, now that you're back into the yeah. main analyst, let, let, let's let you cook on this. Like, yeah, like honestly, I think we're all wrong. Like we're talking about, we don't know who we who they are. Hell yeah, we do, mm. and they ain't very good. Right. Yeah. Like 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 that's what it is. This is a team that was supposed to be great. This was a GM in. And Howie Roseman that we said did everything right in replacing the players he needed to replace so the defense could be good. We thought that Nick Sirianni would get an opportunity to acquire the right offensive coordinator, the right defensive guy to have this team play at the same level. And you also expect there to be some carryover from the good players. Yeah. You expect the Darius Slays and you expect the Jalen Hurtses to find a way to make sure the rest of the guys, the new guys on this team, understand what the experience is like like of trying to win the NFC East, what the experience is like of trying to win the NFC Championship. We aren't seeing that. And I think it's it makes you think back to that primetime game against the Minnesota Vikings where two best friends are having an argument on the sideline about whatever it was, the Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown conversation. And we thought that was a good conversation because A.J. Brown goes on this streak of absolutely dominating the league. And then we don't see this offense progress. Yeah. You don't see Brian Johnson start to do some of the things that made Jalen Hurts successful last year. You don't see a run game be as dominant as it was last year. This is supposed to be the best offensive line in ball, mm -hmm. right? You have a Hall of Famer at the center position in Kelsey. You have Lane Johnson, who's also going to be talked about in that same of sort Famer. of conversation yeah. as a Hall of Famer. And you have Jordan Mulata on the left side, who is an absolute mountain of a man. Why are these dudes always back? Pelling, right? Ain't none of them was supposed to play DB. No doubt, they're supposed to be moving forward and inflicting physicality yeah. on the opposite team. This is not the team that they were last year. And what we're starting to see as as some of those weaknesses become more glaring, right. that they're going to play themselves. One, they've already played themselves out of hosting, and they're going to play themselves at home in the second round of the playoffs. Rex says the defense can't be fixed. Can the defense be fixed? No, it can't. Not, and, not and this guy. Because then it's the, it's the, this is the other piece I think that people miss, though. Like, you do need good players, right? The only one who can cover right now is Darius. <laughs> right. You need, you need good players. You're playing two rookies yesterday and Elias Ricks and Keely Ringo at the corner positions. Two dudes that I think will be good in the future, but they aren't now. Avante Maddox, this is his first week back. He's missed the entire season. Reed Blankenship had to replace C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Kobe Dean is hurt early. So what do you say? Yeah. It's going to be our defensive line, who we do have all of our dogs that are going to lead. Yeah. They aren't leading. Yeah. And so now this is a team, to me, that as much as we talked about the Dallas Cowboys, 
Cowboys being front runners right. in some sense of the word, this team seems to be playing that way down the stretch. So let's just look at this when it comes to one week left. We know who most of the teams are in the playoffs unit by unit. Yep. Okay? No hyper, hyperbolic here. Who do we like better offensively, Dallas or Philly right now? Dallas. Okay, who do we like better offensively, Philly or San Francisco? San Francisco. Yeah, Detroit or Philly? Detroit. Detroit. The Rams or Philly? Rams. Okay, so th- th- those are the teams that are in. Offenses-wise, we like all those offenses or believe or have more trust in all those offenses more than Philly. We'll see who else gets in. Green Bay, I would say Green Bay's offense right now oh, yeah. more than, more than sure. Philadelphia's. Yeah. Does Seattle get a win? Defensively. I know the only defense that in the, so in, in the playoffs, maybe de- Green Bay? Yeah, defensively, you say they could play with the Rams maybe, right? We, we've seen the Rams show some, show some cracks, but they can at least get a four-man rush That's as fair. we saw yesterday. Detroit, but I think the Rams – Detroit Red, struggle. Yeah, the Detroit struggle. So, but but like you know, Detroit also just went on the road to Dallas where they scored 40 a game and played their freaking butts. Yeah, right. I think the, the problem – but the problem is not the problem. This is the question I want to ask you as someone who analyzes quarterbacks better than anybody in the game. Remember when the season started and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were gone, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is in New York. Tom Brady retired. What do we say? The one thing we know about the Philadelphia Eagles is they they're going to have the best quarterback. Sure. Do you feel that way right now going into the playoffs? Not in this offense. In the NFC, and I that's feel, a problem. I feel quarterback-wise, I, I feel more confidence and trust in Dak. I feel more confidence and trust in, in Brock, Brock Purdy. I yeah. feel more confidence and trust in Matthew Stafford. Jared? It, it, yeah, uh, yes, yes, Jared's had and, and that offense. It, it just – in this offense right now with Jalen, it doesn't look like Jalen has a ton of confidence, and it hasn't in everything that's being asked of him. Is it Jalen or the offense? Um, it's definitely the offense. I, yeah, I still that think Jalen can flat out. Yeah, play. right. I, I still and even when he does throw the ball, he's throwing it. Like you, you see the throws. You're like, yeah. yep, that's that's the right throw. It's going to the right yeah. spot. I don't think he trusts the offensive line protection wise. Ever since the Jets game, I mm. think that Jets game totally impacted how much trust. Had three I don't, picks that day. And, and just the bailing of the pocket. I don't think they have a good plan versus blitzes. That now that could be a little bit of plan, a little bit of Jalen. But there's very little easy for Jalen right now. Like, there's just very little. I don't care who you are. And, and we've said this about Josh Allen. We've said this about Joe Burrow. We've said this about Patrick Mahomes. Shoot, we're watching it with Lamar Jackson. You have to give those guys some easy stuff at some point. It's like the opposite of Joe Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 and right now it's just not happening in Philadelphia. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I just think that, look, Jalen Hurts to me, like, he's had a bad year. He's rushed for 15 touchdowns. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this guy's not the, the issue. It's just I think that there's so much pressure on this offense because their defense absolutely stinks. They do. Yeah. And so they do. now so the offense constantly chases points. Yeah, and they're taking a different approach. Last sure. year they used to just bludgeon you with the running game. It's like, that's all right. We don't mind punting because you know what it is? It's like a heavyweight, like, landing body blows. Yeah, yeah we don't care. We'll punt. You know, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, get you, you know, beat you up success a little bit. Success is hard, Rex. It, it is. is. Yeah. Success is hard. Like, when, yeah. you, when you win and you start to taste that and you start to think that that is something you're entitled to, that's difficult. Yeah. And when you're looking at it, this is, this is Jalen's first time really being the man, right, having this level of expectation. Nick Sirianni, who was joked about after his first press conference, shows you that he's a Super Bowl-caliber coach. Now he has to live up to that as well. And when you are good – 
People poach your players. Yeah. They poach your coaches. Yeah. This is not the same team. Yeah, see, I said it yeah, just to, to kind of put a, uh, a ribbon on it. So they are in a tie game yesterday, 28-28 with three minutes to go. They get down into the red zone. They have first and 15 because of penalty. They go Jalen Hurts quarterback run. Second and 15, they go Jalen Hurts quarterback run. They get the third and 20 after a five-yard loss. They call timeout, and they throw a perimeter screen to, I think, Alameda Zacchaeus. And they kick a field goal. So in the final three plays of the game, neither A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, or DeAndre Swift touched the football. Mm. Yeah. That is not championship mentality. And you lose this game with a 98-yard pick-six return of an interception in the red zone as well. Yeah. It just seems to be permeating throughout that team right now. And, and while the Eagles are heading in the wrong direction – the Ravens, yeah. Uh, yeah. they seem Ooh. to be doing everything Ooh. right behind Ooh. Lamar Jackson, who threw for 321 yards and five touchdowns as Baltimore absolutely handled the Miami Dolphins 56-19 to win their first AFC North title since 2019. And that might not be the only title coming to Baltimore. Here's John Harbaugh. I don't know if I've seen a more impressive performance in a game. I'm not sure I've seen a more impressive performance in a season up to date. And obviously, we have a lot more to do. we got a lot of work to do in front of us. But it's a mature football team, and they understand that. To step up and play the way they had and put an exclamation point on it. We've been an underdog all season, even all season. You know, um, we like to keep it that way and just keep that on our mindset. We don't fall into the, the narratives of things changing. But our team, you know, we, we take that to heart. we got to go take it, and that, that's what we do. This is the best team I've ever been on in my entire life, I want to say. Definitely one of you know, I had, a, I had a crazy freshman uh, team in, in college, but this is the best team I've been on in the NFL ever in my entire life. That's a quote. He ain't lying. I yeah, no, I know. Like, he ain't lying. No. Like, when you look at Lamar and that team, that team at this point of the season would have got their doors blown off by the Baltimore Ravens last year. Remember, they went on that run in the playoffs. They even lost, what, week 18, I want to say, to the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the Baltimore Ravens don't care where you ranked, what your playoff position is, or who is on your team. Anybody can get it. Mm. So, when it comes to the Ravens, you know, they have an 80% 80 chance to make the AFC Championship game, but which team, AFC team, in your mind, has the best chance of winning in Baltimore in the playoffs? (sighs) Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I don't hate that. Look, Cleveland Browns. This, the crazy thing is, because I'm like, oh man, they are. I am going to get laughed out of here when I say the Cleveland Browns and RC and I. But we think the same way. We think the same way because we've been part of defenses that all of a sudden can suffocate you. Yep. And and if you look at it, look, we know Cleveland already beat them one time. With by the way, an unbelievable performance by Deshaun it Watson was. in yep. the second half. Yeah. But um, their defense. It, it, they might not be as good as Baltimore's, but they're close. They actually lead the NFL in, in total yardage. Yep. So their defense can hang with Baltimore's defense. So that they're going to have a, a chance. And I think the only way that Baltimore doesn't win the whole thing. They play bad. They play <laughs> bad, and they turn the football no over. No one's beaten Baltimore this year. But no. Baltimore's so, so, beaten but Baltimore. themselves. So, right, yeah. yeah. So, so here is why I say Cleveland. And, and, and it hasn't shown up recently, right, in the last few weeks. The only place Lamar Jackson has been susceptible the whole year yeah. is in the pocket. Yeah. That's it. That's when we've seen them turn it over because they have guys that can get to Lamar Jackson starting with Miles Garrett. Ooh. Now, 
from what we've seen from Lamar in the last few weeks, we're just picking teams because we feel like having fun. Yeah. Right. right? Because with the way that <laughs> we gotta pick some. Yeah, right. with the way that they're playing, it don't matter if the Cleveland Browns come with Joe Flacco, Joe Namit, Joe Montana. Jim Brown. Right? They gonna get it. <laughs> but when you watch this team play and to have a quarterback like Joe Flacco who's playing without fear and with pure joy. Right, Joe Flacco is like, hey, man, if I throw this ball 60 yards and they pick it off, I don't care because I'm going to throw the next one 60 yards too. And I know Kevin Stefanski is going to put me in some position to have some layups, to have some easy throws. I just have to make them. And you think about being able to run the ball, being able to play defense, and having an experienced quarterback that's at least seen everything and also seen it when he'll have to see the Baltimore Ravens, which is in the playoffs. That's why I like this team from a complete team standpoint. What if they came with Joe Dirt? Joe Dirt, they still will not have a chance, but he does have a fire mohawk. Okay. So uh, they're both going with the Browns. Who, who, who you so I, I, do, I do think the Browns stand a chance because a, a lot of the things that they said also, Lamar, if you blitz him, he's not great against the blitz, even though he's the MVP of the NFL this year. We should probably say that Lamar, the MVP, it's done. Lamar Jackson is going to win his second MVP by the age of 26. First guy to ever do that. People still say he sucks. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so he struggles with that a little bit. Cleveland's great at it. And also they can get you to third and long. Cleveland's great at it defensively. I also think Buffalo still. And mm. part of it is because I've felt that way about Buffalo. I, I still think that they're very good when it comes to getting after the quarterback and their pressure package. Their third down pressure package is very good. I just have seen over the years that it's going to be so hard to go to Baltimore and beat this team without a freakazoid quarterback performance. Like, it's going to take a total team performance, no doubt, and you're going to have to slow Baltimore's offense down. Your defense is going to have to play good. But you are going to – like, when to go beat Patrick Mahomes on the road, it was going to take a remarkable quarterback performance. We've seen that out of Josh Allen. To go beat a Joe Burrow on the road, it was going to take a remarkable quarterback performance. I don't know if Joe has that remarkable performance in him in the playoffs. That's a good point. You know? That's a good point. And I think because of the way that Buffalo can play defense and the blitz packages that they can to play on on their defensive side. And now Josh – I thought Josh was the one guy that could go take the MVP from Lamar if he played really good over the past two weeks. He hasn't. He didn't play good yesterday, but I know he's great. And and that's going to be needed to go there. I have another question for you there. Yeah. Right? How much does, from an offensive standpoint, being a quarterback, also being a coordinator, head coach, play caller – does seeing a defense over and over help you, right? Because nobody is going to have seen the Baltimore Ravens as much as Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns have right. if we get into a playoff scenario where, where some of those exotic blitzes or, or simulated pressures or the, 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 the drop eight coverages, they aren't new to Kevin Stefanski and figuring out ways to dial up things and scheme them. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, it's almost like when you're in training camp and after, like, the first week or two, every quarterback starts to light up the defense because we stand there like, we know what you guys are doing. Yeah. So having to see it consistently is a massive advantage for the team. I I think for, like, the defense. Like, you would say advantage Cleveland defensively, I think, just because of seeing so much. But then you would also say advantage Baltimore gotcha. defensively because they've seen so much of the play actions gotcha. and the boots. The, the interesting thing is, like, both these teams would be very different than the version that played against each other in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like, Cleveland would be playing with Joe. Yeah. Cleveland would be, we'd be playing without their tackles. You know, Baltimore would be, would, would be playing, I guess, pretty true to who they are outside of Keaton Mitchell, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, 
I, I just don't see anybody because the three losses Baltimore has this year. Pittsburgh, they beat themselves with the drops. Indy, they beat themselves with fumbles and the weather. And then Deshaun's comeback. Yeah. So you're going to have to go beat them. And, mm-hmm. and no one has this here. And I don't know, like, as much as I do think Cleveland's dangerous, if I had to pick the quarterback that I think is most capable of having a – He's on a wave. You wonder when it's going to come crashing sure. down. And, and, just like and he turns guys, it over. Gotcha. And I've seen Josh Allen go on the road in the playoffs and play Superman ball. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But – their defense can't hang. They can blitz Who's? the quarterback. Buffaloes. You don't think? No, no way. And here's why. You, you mentioned it already. You got to blitz Lamar Jackson. All right. He's like 20, 24th, I think, in the league yeah. when you blitz him. All right. He's fourth in the league when you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. And he's the number one outside the pocket quarterback in the league. Sure. So to me, that's how you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to rush five to get him. Cleveland is one of the only teams that can match these receivers one-on-one. Mm. But here's That's here's, why. Uh, Buffalo can't. But, There's no way. But here's the thing where I would push back on a little bit with that is Lamar is the last quarterback in the league I want to play man on. Yeah. Because like, here's my thing. No, he's Night-night Irene. So, it, you know, I think Buffalo because – a lot of their pressures are a little bit more zone-centric pressures or fire zones or simulated pressures. It bodes a little bit more. I, again, I don't yeah. – we're trying to find teams that well, we don't have a ton of context and, and going it's, there. Man, and, and I just, you know, like man and, and fire zone, very similar. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to me, that's the only way to get it done. Don't let him sit back there and have, have a, a sandwich every time he throws the ball. That's what teams are doing, yeah. and he's had all day to pick you apart. And their offensive line do doing that. a great yeah. job. You've got to dictate to them. The only the way you're going to do pass. it, yeah. you've got to take it from them. Right. And I think the only team that has that in them is the Browns. Yes or no, unanimous MVP for yes. Lamar? Oh, unanimous. 100%. Yeah. Yep. The, 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 the crazy part about it is, is that a guy like Dak Prescott if not for Lamar Jackson, is being talked about yeah. in a different conversation. Yeah. And that's how that's well fair. Lamar Jackson has played, especially in the biggest moments. The vibes are real good, though, in the Ravens locker room. Um, let's take a look at this quick. Ryan, Did you see this? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do the uh, The conference's top seed secured in first round bye. And so Harbaugh um, mm. and the Ravens, mm. they were feeling good. Mm. Uh, after their win. RC, yeah. how do we feel about uh, Harbaugh's dance? First off, I love the fact that his knees and hips are still that mobile because yeah. I actually are can't get that low and vibe that way. And I, what I love about yes, it, too, is it's as you get older, it's more difficult to connect with your players. But when you see your coach as happy as he is about winning the division, it lets you know how hard it's thinking is to win the game. And so if John Harbaugh want to bank head bounce, if he want to do some of these new dances that I don't know the dance, names to I know. do them all right and you know it was a vibe in that is, locker room is bankhead bounce it's that old day. You know, no, it's that old joint, that Atlanta joint. I wonder if <laughs> I wonder if John's going to be saying the same thing as Odell at the end of this year well listen this is the guy that's won a Super Bowl I know already at the end of the and, and when you look at this team he certainly didn't have a quarterback this dynamic and that defense was a little older than this, this one. yeah this defense has been absolutely crazy all right, they have a, a chance, they're going to, be the first time since the NFL merger in 1970 to lead the league in sacks, takeaways, and points allowed. Like, it's crazy how good their defense is. His hips are probably hurting this morning is all I'm going to say. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems, with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Welcome back. The 49ers rolled to a 27-10 win at Washington. Brock Purdy coming off a four-interception loss to Baltimore. Bounced back by throwing for 230 yards and two touchdowns against the Commanders team who could now be in line to draft as high as second. But the 49ers are fully focused on their playoff run. And after the game, a loud cheer could be heard from the visitors' locker room as San Francisco watched the final minute of Philadelphia's game at Arizona. And we're thanking the Cardinals for helping them seal the deal as the 49ers officially clinched the top seed in the NFC following their win over the Commanders and losses by both the Lions and Eagles. With ESPN Analytics giving them a 61% chance to reach the Super Bowl. So, Dan, let me ask you this. Who has the best chance of winning in San Francisco in the playoffs? Yeah, the team that they're playing this weekend, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, first of all, the, the job that Sean McVay and really Matthew Stafford have done to get this team to the playoffs is pretty remarkable. And it, maybe it's not as good as the Super Bowl run, but God bless, this is an incredible coaching job. This team was 3-6 and six and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Matthew didn't even practice last year. Now that they're in the playoffs, there's two reasons why that I think they're best suited. The, the two things that – because I don't think anyone in the NFC is going to stop San Francisco from scoring. So you guys go score against – you got to score 35 to beat them, I think. Two, two things that you could do against San Francisco's defense right now. You can throw the ball outside. 
they're great down the middle of the field, obviously linebackers, but you have to be able to throw the ball to the outside. The arm strength of the quarterback, the ability to make those throws from Matthew Stafford gives them a distinct advantage to be able to do that. And then Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, their tailback, second-year guy at Notre Dame, leads the NFL in yards per game, rushing at 95 yards per game. The 49ers' defense is tremendous. I do think that in very specific ways, you can run the football on them off tackle. Mm. That's something that Sean McVay and the Rams' offense specialize in. Do I think it's going to be easy? Absolutely not. But the and Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay, if we're being honest, in their head-to-head records. Uh, but I just think that this team is the one that's uniquely equipped to go there and score enough points. Are we – we're doing the same thing here with the San Francisco 49ers, which is what makes it so difficult. Because any team that they have to play, we can pick apart their deficiencies, sure. especially when we look at how they compare to the San Francisco 49ers. Because when you think about being able to score, yes, the Rams can score, but can the Rams stop? the San Francisco 49ers, and you've admitted that not really, right? No one's going to stop them. You have to try to outscore them. And so I think that's what gives your argument the validity, right? Because when we've seen Matthew Stafford be on, he's been as good as any quarterback in this entire league. But I do believe that though this game could be close, that San Francisco couldn't do it. That San Francisco, I mean, that Los Angeles Rams couldn't beat them. I do believe a good day by Dallas and they could do it. Now, that's the caveat, right? Yeah, a good day. A good day by, Dav- by Dallas. That's saying that the Dallas Cowboys can go on the road and be on the road what we've seen them be at home. I have so much faith in Dak Prescott mm. right now. I'm just being honest. When I watch Dak Prescott play the position, there's no one playing the position better. I'm not saying that he should win the MVP over Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that I believe that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Sure. When you look at the way that he's operating within what he's being asked to do, no one is doing it at a higher level. You mentioned earlier the connection between he and C.D. Lamb, and you said going into the playoffs, you would take that as your number one quarterback wide receiver duo. Yeah. I believe that you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because when you go into a game against the Dallas Cowboys, you know that that dude is getting the ball. Yeah. And you can't stop it. Yeah. But what I love about what Dak Prescott has done is the usage of a guy like Brandon Cooks in the red zone. Mm -hmm. We've seen Michael Gallup with big plays late in games like we saw against the Philadelphia Eagles and the emergence of Jake Ferguson as well at the tight end position. I believe this team, if they walk into Santa Clara, walks in differently than the team we saw early on in the season because I believe now they know more about their quarterback than they did at that point. The scary part is, if we're being honest, if not for uh, a two-point conversion negated by an illegal touching, yeah. we're having a conversation about Mike McCarthy and clock management. And the end of the game with the second and third down play calls. Does that rear its head in the playoffs as we've seen it done before? And those are the things that scare me with the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I think if you're the Cowboys, you would hope to be in that position, right? Like you would hope that it gets to that point where being like, uh, hopefully Mike doesn't mess this up with the play calling. As much as I agree with that when it comes to the, the lack of clock and situational management, I do have to give him, again, praise and flowers for the way that he is utilizing CD. Yeah. And I do feel like the, the reason I have hesitation with Dallas going to San Francisco is Dallas, the, the last six times that they've gone on the road and played a team with a winning record, they've lost. Yeah. And so when, when I look at 
a defense that struggles to stop the run. And now they were unbelievable on third and short a Saturday night. I think four or five, third and fours or third and fives, they could get off the field. Demarcus Lawrence was unbelievable in those moments. So, like, they have the ability to go do it. I, I, think, I think of it like this, RC. If San Francisco plays, because if they play their A game, no one beats no them? No, I beat Okay. Not so let, NFC. Let, let's say that San Francisco plays their B game. Mm-hmm. Is Dallas's B game good enough to beat them on the road? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. And okay. their defense got smoked last yeah. time they were there. Well, like their smoked. defense gets smoked a lot yeah. when teams decide to run the football. And when they don't it's get a, to control the yeah, game. It's a, it's a bad matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. The hopes is, right, when does this, this defense play well? It's when they can turn the football over. Right. Right? It's when they can get teams behind the sticks. The hopes is you get that early turnover like we've seen this team do before. Yep. And now the Dallas Cowboys offensively can be who they are. Yeah. And defensively, you can play ahead of the sticks from their perspective. Now, when we're talking about the San Francisco 49ers, hey, man, everything is if, if was a fifth. Yeah. Right, Because what we've seen of this team versus all the good teams in football outside of the Baltimore Ravens is that they are dominant. No doubt. But when I watch the Dallas Cowboys play offense, when I watch them make some of the plays down the stretch on the ball, the Jordan Lewis, who is now starting to play at a very high level in the slot, Donovan Wilson with the pick of Jared Goff late, I say to myself, that's their formula to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Not to stop them but to turn the football over, which for the first time with all of his people, we saw Brock Purdy do last week. Yeah, We saw Brock Purdy struggle a little bit with different movements, with the changes of defenses on the back end. Can the Dallas Cowboys do enough of that to get the ball? The crazy thing is that's why that two-point conversion and flag matter so much. Yeah, Because Dallas – I think the conversation we've had all year is like, who's most equipped to beat San Francisco? It's like, who doesn't have to play him to the NFC title game? Yep. And that's kind of what that that flag and that penalty and the win, give them credit for a win because they do enough, matters is because now they likely don't have to play San Francisco until the NFC championship game. I do think. It's like a better to be lucky than good situation. Yeah. Yeah. And and what you want to do is, honestly, like you want to put that off to the very last minute. No doubt. And what you're hoping is, if this team is so much better than us that they would win nine out of ten times, that that one day you is that day. You catch them on their off day. Right? Like that, that, that day that you make enough plays or you get the ball to bounce your way enough yeah. where you have an opportunity to be in it yeah. late and trust four when it's late. It is interesting because I do think – Quarterback, wide receiver duo, Dak and CD are the best going into the playoffs, the most trusted going into the playoffs. So that is a big deal. Now, Stafford, Cooper Cup, Stafford and Puka, Nukua, Nukua yeah. not far off. Puka is going to be right there for rookie of the year. I also think this, like, Cassidy, the difference a year makes. Yes. Last year, the Dak Rams. Prescott going into the playoffs, it was like – Right. Will they, will they even will they, will they even want him to be the starting quarterback in the future? Correct. And he year. was. And I think there's 14 guys that went into the playoffs as quarterback. I think I had ranked them like 12th going into last year. I think I would rank them like third right now. At worst, you know, I would probably still put Lamar at one. Yeah. I don't know if I would put anybody at two ahead of him. Uh, and I think like last year I made this comment, and I got crushed for it. That no. But he was playing quarterback better than Joe Burrow. But that was true. I That's where Dak is. Is, is that this what you're saying about me. Dak? That's where Dak yeah. is this year to me. When you're talking about purely playing the position, 
right, manipulating defenses and distributing yeah. the football, I don't think anybody's playing Even his better. misses the other night. Yeah, I don't think anybody's playing better than uh, Dak. There's some people vision. playing at that level. Yeah. But right now, man. His confidence, his vision. I mean, yeah. some of those passes. Even his misses night. the other night were like, you know, just off. Think, that, think that, about, that, think about a couple of those ridiculous. passes to Ferguson down the seam, seam just right? Off. The one that's broken up by yeah. Kirby Joseph, the other one that's just on his fingertips. Dude's locked in in a different way. I don't way. know the last time Dak went on the road and beat a winning team, though. That, I think that would be something that we would have to find out because it hasn't happened in a – yeah. like, like late in the year, not a team that was 1-0 yeah. in September. Meanwhile, the last time the 49ers have lost a, a home playoff game was in 2011. They've won five straight mm. oh, they good. playoff games. Yeah. They are exactly. a good. Exactly. deep football team. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. All right, this video was something quick take. After the Rams, Kyron Williams scored his third touchdown in the afternoon. He gifted the ball to his mother, but some unidentified Giants fan did not understand what was going on and wrestled with her for the ball. Um, <laughs> Bro, who raised you? I know. <laughs> like, she was not having it, though. How about that, Dan? How about that ball protection? Uh, I, first of all, shout out to his mom. Second of all, where's the adult men around? 
like yeah like is she hugging that dude next to her because like like somebody gotta stop the guy from trying to take the football from a lady and she i mean but the force she was like i wonder why her it's a reason Kyron a dog you wonder why her son leads the nfl in rushing yards right and you could see him he was yelling so my 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 thought is that he like he heard Kyron, and that's where he finally let go. But look, that is <laughs> why would why would that guy think to himself, Kyron Williams yeah. is giving me in my Saquon yeah. Barkley right. jersey right. the football. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's gone out of his way to jump into the stands for me. Shout out moms though. Shout out moms. Shout out moms. That's how my wife is when my wife when we play like with sports with our kids or whatnot and her friends. Oh. She goes into ultra psycho competitive mode, and I'm always like, yo, you gotta chill. Looks like it. You know who you married. That's exactly Real talk. You know? You know who you married, bro. Yeah. So are you the quiet one at the game right. and your yeah, wife yeah, is like yeah. the... You know, I'm the person like, I, that's the only moment in my life when I'm not competitive. Right. You know? See? Like sometimes when I'm just with the boys, I'll bust their heads. But we're all playing together. I'm like, yo, babe, you got to chill. And she's just sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody always talks about dad strength. Nothing like mom strength. Nothing That's all like, I'm going to yeah. say. All right, meanwhile, amid an up-and-down season, the Chiefs still managed to clinch their eighth consecutive division championship with a come-from-behind 25-17 win over the Bengals, securing the number three seed for the playoffs. But they didn't erase some of the doubts that sure. surround this team. So, RC, do you believe the Chiefs have a Super Bowl run in them? Nope. Mm. I don't. Uh, when you look at this team from a defensive standpoint, this is a team that could be in any football game with the way that Steve Spagnola and that unit are operating. I just don't think they have it offensively. Let's look again last night. MVS on a short crosser has an opportunity to catch a football, which would be a catch and run for a touchdown. It's dropped. We also get Patrick Mahomes in a backup situation. What they always say, Watch the hard count, deep shot. MVS gets a deep shot, and Patrick Mahomes misses him. And he misses him bad, which isn't something that you're used to seeing. We don't get an attempt to Travis Kelsey until late in the second quarter. I still think that this team hasn't found enough offensively to compete with the Baltimore Ravens, to compete with the Cleveland Browns, who are going to play defense at a high level. And to me, even a team like the Buffalo Bills has an ability to be much more explosive than the Patrick Mahomes-led Kansas City Chiefs can be. Is this a team you want to play? Hell no, right? Because they got the best player in the world at the quarterback position. But even he, in this moment, is not playing at a an elite level. Patrick Mahomes doesn't look comfortable playing behind those offensive tackles. And what you're telling me is when they play the Baltimore Ravens, when they play the Cleveland Browns, you're going to go out and block Justin Matabike. You're going to go out and block Miles Garrett. If Kyle Hamilton is healthy, you're going to find a way to protect him when those blitz packages of Mike McDonald are coming at Patrick Mahomes. Do I believe that this is the team that gets its doors blown off against anybody? No. Because I believe that defense can keep them in the game. I believe they have a quarterback who will always scare you. But offensively, I just don't feel like they have the pieces to compete with the elite of the elite of this conference. I think they could go on a Super Bowl run if they play the way that they did yesterday. You know, what, what about yesterday? Because you keep saying that. Yeah. What about yesterday makes you think that, Dan? Well, I, I, yesterday was the first game, and I feel 
maybe two months that they didn't beat themselves. Okay. Like, they just didn't – you didn't see these egregious penalties. You didn't see the yeah. egregious drops. There were some close misses that one to MVS you're yeah. talking, the Justin Watson one on the deep yeah. crosser. I think Travis had a drop. But on his fingertips. Yeah, yeah, okay. right. So I think the things that I liked about their offense is Pacheco. They, they, they didn't hurt themselves with some of the run game stuff. Remember, we did that tape on NFL Live this yep. past week of Travis said, you know, every guy's taking a turn kind of blowing their assignment. Yep. That didn't show up yesterday. It was almost like every guy took an opportunity to go make a player something. You're right. So I liked that. Um, Rasheed Rice. For a couple of weeks, we said, like, hey, that's got to be the focal point of the mm-hmm. past game. We saw him take another step forward. He's becoming a very dynamic and reliable wide receiver. So, offensively, I sat and I said, if they were a little bit better on third down, this game's a blowout, and they win by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Now, they got to be better on third down. There's no question. But some of those third downs are so close. I think they had a drop in another situation. So, um, I just sit here and I go, that was the first game that I watched finally. You go down 17-7, and I'm like, ooh. And all I kept saying was, here come the Chiefs. Here come the Chiefs. And it felt like a little bit – I don't want to say vintage Patrick Mahomes offense because yeah. there wasn't the explosive plays, but it did feel methodical like last year. To your point, I think the defense keeps them in every game. Yeah. If they can build off yesterday, I, I think that they're, they're talented enough. That's what I've kept saying, Cassidy, is like there's some teams where I sit there and go, listen, you're not good enough. You're just – you're not. They're, they're talented enough individually. And I think if they get out of their own way finally for the first time like they did yesterday, they can go on a run. I believe that. I, I just wonder if, like, drop passes have something to do with talent or is it kind of like the yips or some, some sort with this team? Like, uh, well, when I, it comes to, like, the receivers, are they the reason this team won't make it to the Super Bowl solely? I, I still think if they don't make it, it'll be because of the tackles. That's what I think it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't – I've never seen a team. You've been around the NFL for 30 years, probably. I've been yep. around. I don't. I don't. I've never seen a team not make it because of drops. Yep. At some point, drops are almost right. like these things. These guys are pros. Now, it necessarily hasn't cured itself in Kansas City, which again is shocking. But I still think it's the tackles. We have seen teams be very good, but offensive yep. line and not win it. Yep. And I think when you look at their tackles, it's affected their quarterback so much. The the drops, to me, have affected Patrick Mahomes less than the pressure. I agree. Right? The pressure has now gotten to a point, especially you look at yesterday, once Trey Hendrickson is able to get that strip sack, now we're seeing Patrick start to move around. Run around a little Think bit. about late in the game, uh, third and three. Yeah. Patrick runs the football. He tries to stick it over the over the uh, fourth and first, one. first goal, first yep. down mark. He doesn't. He doesn't throw the football. You have the fourth and one. It seems like he has a guy to the flat. Yep. But he's gotten in his mind now. Use my legs. Use my legs. Create. 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 He gets the fourth and one with his legs. And so I feel like Patrick Mahomes has lost a little bit of faith in his protection, which oh. was which used to be. Part of his superpower is that I will wait and I will hold it and I will make a play because I know they'll give me an extra second. He doesn't have that anymore. And you talked about with the Eagles, it's hard to be consistently good. So yep. do you feel like the mindset between these two teams mirror each other? Or is it? I think, the, I think the mindsets are different. I think one team has been good way longer. Right. With, with a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. We've seen the candidate. I think that Patrick Mahomes – and no, I don't think Jalen Hurts thinks differently, but I think that Patrick Mahomes and that entire building believe, you know what, this could change in a week. And in a week, we could be something See, different. That's, I agree yeah, with that. Like the, I, think, I think they feel like 
We've done it so long. It's just this. It's just that, and we can get it. I think the Philadelphia Eagles thing is so much different because there's so much change, whether it be to the roster, to the coaching staff, or even their position and the way the games are falling. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more to question. And one team has a great unit still. Like Kansas City's unit yeah, right is that. still a great unit. Yeah. Philadelphia doesn't – either side doesn't have a great unit. It's, it's, it's like – it's really interesting to pay attention to Kansas City because to RC's point, Patrick all year has said, we just got to get it. Like, we just got to keep getting better. We just got to keep getting better. We just got to keep getting better. We'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed. I'm going to keep trusting those guys. And it hasn't. And you've seen moments where he doesn't trust them. And then you're starting to see moments where he does, at least the Rushi Rice. I think their tight ends can be yeah. viable pieces. And then Travis last week and the week before is like, we just got to stop beating ourselves. One at, you know, every guy kind of rotates. And so when, at least in my experience, when players say that, they say it because they believe it. Like they say it because they sit there and they watch the tape and they like, they know that they're capable of more and that they're close. And it's all self-inflicted stuff. Right. And champions control that. Like, champions can rectify and fix that. That's why I sit here and I think, yeah. like, I'm not going to be shocked if they get hot for a month and play clean football. Right. I won't be. I mean, experience usually matters. And with, you know, Patrick Mahomes, everything has always looked so easy for him. Yeah, it's He's always made time. things look so easy. This time it's a little more challenging, including they'll play in their first true road playoff right. game. Under Mahomes, so um, we'll, you know we'll see if if it all works out. Like now is the time for things to be working. Yeah, if out they for win at home, they have a road game after. And, and that team around. likely coming to Arrowhead is going to be, you know, maybe an Indy or maybe yeah. a Houston or Pittsburgh. If yeah. Pittsburgh wins this weekend with a little help, they they should win at home and then they'll go on the road somewhere. Yeah. 